Oh my gosh, I've been waiting all week for this. Um, I'm Rick Dancer. This is Get Real with Rick Dancer. It's also at the car wash with Rick Dancer, but we're not at the car wash because of COVID. So Cobra Road Car Wash is our sponsor tonight. And if you guys right now, the weather kind of turned on us, but when the weather gets nice, it's never a bad day for a car wash. Go over and see Renee and make sure you get your car washed because uh, she will get you going. In fact, um, on nice days like that, this is what she does sponsoring this show tonight so i thought i'd get some video going through the car wash is that okay absolutely and it's a great day for a car wash i'm so glad you're here it's never it's a bad day never a bad day for a car wash that is right as you can see everyone's coming watch the show tonight i will what time five o'clock right. yeah we're gonna have a heck of a time i'm off here in a couple minutes i will tune in at five o'clock So thanks, Renee, and welcome to At the Car Wash with Rick Dancer. So the other day I'm perusing on Facebook and I see this kid and he pops up on the screen and he's doing like a little report, uh, a news report. He's like a little mini me anchor dude. And I'm watching his report and I'm going, oh, my gosh, this kid is awesome. So I did what any good reporter would do. I start looking for him and uh I find the guy and he goes to Willamette Christian school and <laughs> we've been talking. You guys are going to have the most fun tonight that you've had in a long time. So let me show you a little clip of him doing his report. Okay. So here you go. Watch this. Well, he, uh, he uh, wanted everybody to have uh, equal rights in the whole world. Yes. So that's the kid, and here he is. This is Rayson Sign and his mother, April. Rayson, it's so good to have you on. Yeah, I feel lucky today. Why do you feel lucky? Because I've always wanted to be on a show. And now you are? Mm-hmm. So tell me about this Anchorman dream. I mean, you. so this is like, tell me, just fill me in. What is this that you want to be an Anchorman? Actually, I want to be an actor. You want to be on camera. Yeah, you yeah, want to both. be a talk show host both act, or an anchor. Both actor and news anchor. Yeah, both actor and news anchor. You just want to be famous then? Yep. Why? Because it feels like it's that I'm, it feels like I'm uh, making the world a better place like that so you found this you just kind of made that little microphone yourself tell me about that and what do you do with it um i only used it in that video i only use it in that clip and so you were asking people for martin luther king's birthday you were asking people what uh, um i only asked um, the janitor, Mr. Dwayne, actually, I don't know what job he has yet, but I know one thing that I used that in that, that video. So there was a red, I think it was a red little ball, and I found a stick inside one of the buckets during indoor recess. 
and I used it, as, and I thought, hmm, this would, this would make a good microphone. And Mr. Duane was close by, so I went over there and told him the question, how did Martin Luther King Jr. serve your country? And he said, well, I think he made all legal rights, and Mrs. Stevens caught us, so we were caught on camera. And I and I and that's how I started thinking I should also be a news reporter. That's the time. And so, the only time I used that. So now the school has said, well, let's bring on your, your teacher. Introduce yourselves, Emron. Hi, I'm Amron Stevens. I'm the administrator here at Willamette Christian School. Thanks for having us. Oh, gosh, you're so you're so welcome. So tell me what you kind of fill in the blanks for him. Well, we actually just saw Rayson in action at indoor recess one day because, you know, it rains around here a lot. So we were having indoor recess and he was walking around with his homemade microphone and I caught him and I said, Rayson, wait, wait, wait. I want to record this. Like, this is awesome. And so I asked him to do it again for me and he recorded it for me. And um, at, probably a few months later, I was trying to think of, you know, how how do I get our, our families and our parents, you know, as many outlets to find out our school news as possible? And um, a lot of families use Facebook. And so came up with the idea of a two minute Tuesday um, where the students actually give the news. And I thought, well, that'll be fun. And I immediately knew that we were going to start with a race in. Um, you know, here at Willamette Christian School, we strive to empower our students to really find their God given talents and abilities. And Rayson has a gift for Gab, and he's a natural. I mean, you can see it in so many ways that he um, puts all the right pauses in when he talks, and he's super excited, and he's got ideas for questions. And so he helped me actually write the first Two Minute Tuesday and fill in some blanks. And then he is an amazing reader. Um, he's a first grader, but he reads at about a fourth or fifth grade level. And he helped me use all the words and find out what we were going to say. And that was, you know, how Two Minute Tuesday was made and made him famous. And now he's on Rick Dancer. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Rayson, you and I were talking before this started and we kind of figured out we have something in common, huh? So when, when I was a kid your age, I didn't feel like kids really listened to me and they didn't kind of understand me very well. Do you kind of feel like that? Uh, yes. So how does the microphone and doing this uh, Two Minute Tuesday, how does that help you interact with other people better? Um, um, I think it makes people get to know me and the school news better. So do you think that they see you for who you really are instead of who they might have thought you were? Yes. And how does that feel? It feels like like I'm I'm part of someone's dream, dream part of someone's life. Huh. So, Mom, how has this helped um, Rayson uh, feel more a part of? Um, the world. Um, I think it gives him a good outlet to be a part of his school and to be a part of his community um, and to feel a sense of purpose and doing something that he's actively 
wanted to do. Um, it gives him the other side of the electronics because he loves going on and watching other kids being able to, you know, have their own show. And he likes to be able to go out and be that person too. Um, so it's given him that opportunity too. So Rayson, um, you're, you're really super smart, aren't you? Uh-huh. <laughs> That's something we don't have in common. <laughs> but but you, so you have all this stuff inside of you and you want to get it out. And now you kind of found an outlet, right? Yep. So what's that like for you at seven? What do you mean seven? Aren't you seven? Oh, oh. Well, maybe I'm smarter than I thought I was. Well, I usually don't know the, like, what if um you were asking me what is two times two? And I think I wouldn't know. I don't, I don't know times, but I know minus and plus. Okay. So you haven't done multiplication yet? Mm, no. Okay. It's coming. It's coming. Yeah, I don't think you're going to have a problem with that. So you know what you should do, Rayson? Since you are a little anchor dude and a little reporter man, um, show me what you got. Ask me some questions. Do your job. Okay. Did you so, write the questions? So the first question out of these cue cards is, who had the interview? So try clear. Question one, who have you interviewed? Do I love to interview? It says, "Who have you interviewed?" Oh, who have I interviewed? Like that you would, like that you would care about. Um, you know what I used to do when I went to schools? I would say, except this is too old for you, but I used to say, people say, "Who, who have you interviewed?" And I said, "You guys know who Britney Spears is?" And they go, "You interviewed Britney Spears?" And I say, "No, I just wanted to know if you knew who she was." But um, I interviewed Peter Jennings. He was an anchor man a long time ago, but you wouldn't know. Barbara Walters one time on a via. And, you know, thing, um, Gordon Smith, uh, never a president, but people like that, but nobody that's cool to you probably. What's your other, what other questions do you have? Question two is what's your favorite interview? What's what? What was your favorite interview? What was your favorite interview? On your show. Like who was your favorite, who was his favorite person to interview? Yeah. Who was your favorite person to interview? Um, gosh, there's so many people I'd love to interview. I would say my, like the, you know what, I would change this to maybe the story that I did that changed my life the most would be the Thurston High School. There was a shooting at Thurston High School a long, long time ago. And that story would, it was a defining thing for me, it changed everything. Well, if you, if you didn't survive, you wouldn't be on the show today. You wouldn't have had this show at all. No, I wasn't in the shooting. I was just there reporting on it. Oh, God, I love talking to little kids. <laughs> You're a little kid to me. What else? Ask me another question. How long have you done the show? Um, this one, probably a form of this for about six years. This actual Get Real was maybe two years old. Can I have a question for you? Sure. What makes you happy? Um, is being a part of this world. Why? Because I like being alive and it feels like I am the Lord. 
I get to look around everywhere like the Lord does and everything. You like to look down on everything and kind of just observe it all? Uh-huh. Is that what you mean? Yeah, that's what I think. So is that what you think that, that God does, that he looks down on it, like down at us? and? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what, what do you do for fun? Like what are the things that you do that are fun in your life? Um... Um, ride bikes and uh, go on a walk. Like yesterday, um, me, mom, and my sister Bridget went on a walk from our house to all the way to the park. And it took like one hour, 30 minutes, one hour, 30 minutes. Or one hour and 30 minutes. So let me ask you something. Somebody on here just wrote, you're cute. She thinks you're cute. Uh, don't let that go to your head. And <laughs> she said, it's awesome to see the world through a kid's eyes and your perspective. So how, tell me, what is your perspective as a little, as a, as a seven-year-old um, on, you know, what what's like the, the COVID and, and what's happened, like not going to school and that kind of thing. What do you think? Well, not going to school felt like, I was free from learning since sometimes the stuff I uh, that they make me do, I don't know. So I felt like I'm free from not from not learn learning hard and something like that. But when I came back to school in September, um, it was like a dream to be back with all my friends since. Like every one of them was there, except there are now three new kids. Okay, somebody, Gina, now they're asking you questions. You get to see what I get to deal with. Okay. So Gina wants to know if you have a girlfriend. Nope. It's that quickly. <laughs> you should say, Good night, Gina. I'm only seven. Give me some time. Yeah, I'm only seven. Give me some time to think about that. (laughs) (laughs) What's your favorite food? What? What's your favorite food? Like if your mom says, what do you want for dinner? What's the first thing you say? Mac and cheese. Or ravioli. God, you and I are a lot alike. Do you like pizza? Yes. That's one of my favorites. So what scares you? Oh, it's got to be, um, the lights turned out, uh, with, it really scares me since I have some pretty creepy nightmares. You have crazy nightmares? Mm-hmm. We all have crazy nightmares, but sometimes we're living them. <laughs> You'll understand that someday. April, what, what, in terms of, um, Racing's uh, life and everything has this just kind of changed. He he needs that that connection to the world. He does. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that I think is very unique about him is he would um, anytime that there's a canned food drive with any of the news stations, we have to go on our way to school. We have to go on our way home from school and go donate because he has to go see his newsacre friends because. He sees them on TV every night and 
because a seven-year-old watching the news makes sense. Um, <laughs> he just loves it and can't get enough of it. And so he loves to go visit them. And uh, Oh, I see why you took our cable away. Because you didn't want me to watch it. That's not true. So you guys don't believe him. So April, <laughs> um, what does he... What is the things he brings out in you that you never saw before um, having a kid like like him? Um, so he he brings a lot of patience is something that we've learned to to figure out in our house um, because he he has a different perspective than anybody else um, that I've ever met. He has a different way of doing things. He's always five steps ahead of us. Yeah. Um, so every night that we read, he reads to us and we have to tell him to reread the page because he just can't slow down. His brain is just constantly going. Um, so slowing our bodies down and um, being very patient in our house is a, a big thing that we've learned to do. So what do you, if you ever get the chance, you know, to, you have a chance here to, you know, I think sometimes Race and I think sometimes people like you and me when we're little, when I was little like you and stuff, people misread you. You know, they kind of don't, they don't see the whole picture. They just see what's on the outside. And sometimes people like you and me probably can be a little bit difficult or in your face and talking a lot. And <laughs> so what is, what would you April say to the world about people that may not be like everybody else? And what do you, what's the advice you give to people? Uh, like I said, patience. Um, you know, not um, choosing not to be around someone just because they're different. Um, that's something we have a lot in our family is, is different people. And so trying to understand their characteristics and what they need and what we may not see that they're going through um, and trying to not work around them, but work with them to make it work for them and us. Um, yeah. Because Rayson, sometimes when you see the world in a different way, is it hard sometimes to um, that because you kind of know what you're doing and are you like you're kind of doing one thing and pe other people are doing this kind of thing and you're going, wait a minute. Is that ever like you have to kind of adjust to what the world's doing? No, no, <laughs> you, you, just, you just keep going <laughs> or you just yeah. do your own thing. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> hey, um, racing a friend of mine trains dogs. Um, for people with PTSD and stuff like that. And he's asking me if you like dogs. 100% yes. <laughs> do you have a dog? Yes. What kind of dog do you have? Chihuahua Terrier. Well, this guy, Jason, you just put on here, I'm always looking for junior trainers, Ooh. like a dog trainer. You might have to meet Jason and find out if that would be something to explore as something you might be interested in. And if not, then you're not. But it's, it, it also might make a really good story for you to tell your kid friends at school for one of your two-minute newscasts. So is there anything else, Jason, you want to ask me? Well, there's two more questions over here on these cue cards. Well, we better get all the questions in or you will not relax. <laughs> Question number four, where have you traveled? Where have I traveled? Yeah. I've been to Guatemala. I have been to Romania. 
I have been to, and then all over Montana and Oregon and the United States, but those are the two like foreign countries that I've been to. Next, next question, sir. The final one says, question number five. What was your favorite subject in school? What's my favorite subject in school? Yeah, what was it? I wasn't a really great student because um, <clears throat> I didn't understand. I mean, to be really honest with you, is that what you're asking me? I didn't really understand who I was, <clears throat> so I wasn't a very good student. And if I could go back now, my very favorite subject would be writing. I love to write and <clears throat> take, you know, those kind of deep thoughts you have in your head when you can calm down and take a deep breath and then you write those down. And sometimes if you mix that with, you know, what God's telling you and what, what you're seeing around you and all of a sudden you just start writing things and this stuff, you know, that stuff that you come sometimes can't tell other people that doesn't get out. It's a um, way that if you know what I'm talking about, there's, uh, things, yeah. there's things you wish you could tell people, but you really can't, they, they wouldn't understand. You know what I mean? Um, I don't know. Okay, well that's, when you get older, you'll understand that. And then that's, the writing is a way now for me to kind of get be able to get that out and stuff. Just like you do, when you do a report, how you feel really good because that something comes out and you put it out there. And you know what you should do when you're reporting now, just because I'm an old reporter? Um, you should start really trying to ask really, like think about your questions ahead of time and really like, Go, go for that. Jason said, if I set this up with your mom, that you can come down, they live in Crestville, and you could come down and see their um, the dogs that they're training, and I could talk to your mom more about that um, later. Because see, already you've got stories lining up to, to explain to your kids. Because Jason was a soldier in the war, and he got, um, something blew up, and he has PTSD, and he has this one dog that goes, I went to lunch with him today, and if he starts getting like agitated like this and gets kind of agitated, that dog will sit up and that, and he knows it's a signal for him to relax. And so you'll see how all that works, but it's really super cool. So this is Stevens. Um, mm -hmm. What is, what does racing teach you about being um, a, a better teacher? And, and, and not, I'm not saying you're not a good teacher. You're saying, but what, you know what I'm getting at. I don't want people to take that the wrong way, but you know what I'm getting at. What is, what, what you know, do, do we, do we sometimes judge a book by its cover? Yeah, um, that's really true. And especially when you're a teacher or an administrator, uh, you see a lot of kids come into your office and your classrooms and they have behavior issues or um, different things like that. And you're really trying to figure them out. Um, for me, racing keeps me on my toes. Uh, like his mom, April was saying, we always have to be five steps ahead of him. He reads everything. So when he comes in my office, I have to make sure my computer is closed because he can tell me every word that's on there. And I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Um, but he has really taught me to really love every child that comes into our school. Um, with the love like Jesus does. Um, he, Jesus doesn't see Rayson any different than anybody else. And when Rayson comes into my office, it's a conversation and it's, you know what, I love you, buddy. You 
you can do this and we have to do hard things sometimes and it's okay. And we have a lot of those conversations, huh, Rayson? And um, a lot of times he has the answer before I do. And so we have a lot of conversations that just talk about how he's feeling and what his thoughts are and what he could do to make things better. Or a lot of times he has ideas for me and he'll say, Mrs. Stevens, you really should give everybody a chart Then everybody could have a smiley face and it would make them feel great just like I do. Um, and so for me, it just reminds me daily that every child is special and a special gift. And I am so thankful for Rayson at our school and for everything that he brings to our school community. Um, we just, we have a great group here. Um, he's an awesome first grader. Uh, yeah, he just, he has so much to offer if you just take time to sit down and talk with him. You know, um, yeah, I, Jason just wrote on here, this best show ever. You need to have a kid's segment regularly. I'm dying. This is the best medicine. The world needs a child's perspective because um, Jason's been having a hard time. Some stuff, you know, just going on lately. And so, Rayson, just by you talking, you've just helped one of my friends and probably a lot of other people see things. Because here's one thing I'll say to you, Rayson. Here's what I know to be true. It's the things that people tease me about and, and, and bothered me about and picked on me about are today my gifts. The things that people made fun of me about are the things now that are what make me who I am. So when you're going through the hard stuff, um, realize that it's, it's that, that those are the things that make you who you are, dude. And, um, you can be whoever you, you want to be, um, because you have those abilities and that stuff in there. So don't let people's, say things that aren't true about you, okay? Mm -hmm. Was that fun for you, kiddo? Mm -hmm. You're, I can't wait to see you in 10 years. <laughs> okay, anything else we need to talk about before I let you go? Okay, Rick, I got one final question. What is it? The question is, Have you ever sponsored the school? I, I love looking at you guys, mom. You don't know what's coming out. <laughs> you were both looking the same way as I was. <laughs> oh, I don't know what's going to happen here. Um, have I ever sponsored a school? No, but I yes. used to do that. This school, have you ever sponsored this school? No, but I used to come and I speak at your, you guys had little chapels and stuff. And I spoke at your chapels a cup, probably two or three times. So I'd be more than willing to come back and do that. You just, Thank you. If you know people racing that can get me in there. Do you know anyone that he could talk to? Why don't you pull your strings and see if you can get you and me and doing a, a, we'll do a, a thing together. Would you do that with me? Yes, I'd be honored. Don't make the interviewer cry, okay? <laughs> you already did that once. You don't get to do that twice. All right. You guys, God, thank you so much. Jason just wrote on here, Jason suffers with um, extreme pain all, all the time. And he says, Rick, my pain levels are lower than they have been all week. Rayson, you're responsible for that. Thank you both. So Rayson, that's why we do what we do. 
No matter what people say, we just be who we are. You can be the best racing. You're not, you're not going to ever be a Rick Dancer. You're going to be a racing sign. And you be the best race and sign that you can be because you naturally have the gift to heal people just by being you. Isn't that nice? Yeah. All right. All right. I'll see you later, okay? Also, I have one more thing. No, you already asked your last question. Race and oh, I forgot two things. Oh. You, you go to Cobra Grove, Cobra Grove Car Wash is our sponsor. And so you go in there and tell Renee and I'll, I'll send her a note that you get a free car wash, okay? But what I want you to do when you're in that car wash is shoot a video and I want you to talk about it, about your experience going through the car wash and then I'm gonna use it on a show. Will you do that for me? Sure. And I'm not paying you anything. <laughs> you're not on my contract yet. Someday you'll be running me, I'll be the old man. Not yet. <laughs> okay, Did you have, do you have one last question? I'll let you ask one more. My final thing to say to you is Rick Dancer be Rick Dancer, race inside be race inside. What did you what? Rick Dancer be Rick Dancer, race inside be race inside. You can only be you, right? Yeah. That's right. Rick Dancer, don't be race inside. I won't be. And you don't need to be Rick Dancer. You just be who you are, kiddo. You guys, thank you for setting this up, Mom. Mrs. Stevenson, thank you. Thank you very much. Thank and, you. Yeah, thank that you. was. You. Dude, you just made my week. <laughs> I like you. You're a nice kid. Thank you. All right. See you, buddy. Have a good day. Um, Bye. Gonna do real fast before I do that. I'm just going to pull. I can't leave it like that. Okay. That's pretty cool. Um. Yeah. So when you see people in the world and you don't understand them, remember there's somebody in there um, just trying to find their way out too, just like the rest of us. We're all trying to find our niche. We're trying to find that thing that makes us come alive, that thing that makes us sing, that thing that makes us dance. So don't get in the way of people exploring their options. Don't get in the way of the work that God's doing in people's lives. Because he makes everybody just the way they are for a reason. And it's not our business to unwrap that and try to package it into something that fits into the world. Because a little five-year-old boy at Mount Vernon Elementary School once told me, Mr. Dancer, perhaps we're never meant to fit in and we're supposed to be different. Best advice I ever got. Don't fit in, be different. Good night.